This morning I'd like to share with you some reflections on opening up to um, including another aspect of our experience into our practice, into our meditation. And that's namely thinking, the process of thinking, the thinking mind. And when I was reflecting on this, I, what started to come to me was, uh, this might sound a little strange, but I started to feel for all those thinking minds that, out there that get such a bad rap. <laughs> a lot of times they, they become the enemy. Have you noticed how we can make thinking into the enemy of our practice? And what I want to point out this morning, that, that thinking is not the problem. Really what we're curious about is how are we relating to thinking? What's the relationship there to it? And to begin to cultivate the skill into beginning to be mindful of it, present of it, and stepping out of being lost in it. And it helps me remember that whatever arises, and this might be helpful for you as well, whatever arises, is within the domain of your practice. Nothing lies outside this realm of practice, as long as we have the, the, the correct frame around it. One of the things that you might find helpful to remember around bringing this into your meditation practice is this quality of curiosity, the quality of investigation. Starting to become uh, curious about this whole activity of thinking. And it could begin on the general level. You might notice that some thinking, that thinking has different kinds of, you could say, momentum to it. There are the wispy light thoughts that come and go maybe while you're paying attention to the breath or the feeling of the body. Or those strange dreamlike thoughts that come when you're sleepy. And then the other times where it feels like a freight train coursing through your brain of these thoughts that just don't stop. You might note it, label it, you come back to the feeling of the body and then the next moment you're back there. What kind of flavor is is there in terms of the momentum of the thinking? Noticing that is a moment of mindfulness, that's being mindful. It's noticing the fabric of these thoughts. Or just the curiosity of what happens when you bring your attention to thinking. What happens to the thinking? To notice that dynamic. And then it can start to become more specific. You might find it helpful to, in order to increase this quality of mindfulness, this quality of knowing, to label the flavor of the thought, a general sense of it. Remembering, planning, label it judging, fantasizing. You might notice that it has an emotional quality to it, a worry. Sadness, fear, 
as a way of beginning to really contact that quality of thinking. And if it has a charge, if there's reactivity around it, to notice that as well. There's judging and there's also a not liking of it. And sometimes for me, what helps when I know there's a charge around certain flavors of thinking is also to use this, this phrase, oh, judging's, judging's just like this, interesting. Because the just like this phrase reminds me, reminds me of the importance of all I need to do is become curious about it. Such a fascinating thing to see how judging arises and passes. And and just one side note about this. One of the powerful things about labeling thinking, at least uh, this is what what I've realized, is that it's powerful because I am no longer those thoughts. It's just something that's arising and passing away. It's such an oppressive way of being in the world if I am, quote unquote, a judgmental person or a worried person or a planner. And there's something different about just seeing that it's just a phenomena that arises and passes away. So much freedom in that. And then, and then when that relationship gets uh, strengthened, and then it doesn't matter what kind of thoughts come up, they can be so crazy, because they're just thoughts. Also, when labeling, when noticing, I want to acknowledge the labeling, most, most, for the most part, is going to happen uh, immediately after the, there's the awareness that thinking is happening which is quite all right. There's this, this you could say, this small reflective pro- uh, process of noticing what the flavor of that thought that was just happening um, had. So it doesn't have to be kind of immediately with it because often you'll notice it will disappear when the mindfulness comes in. There's an even more subtle way of also noticing thoughts, and that's the seeing the, the, the fabric that they're constructed of. And one way of dividing this up, and this comes from a, a teacher, Shinzen Young, is to notice that thinking is, is primarily composed of mental images and words and sentences. So you can label when something arises, oh, image. And then for the, those internal words, I'll use the word talk. Oh, image, image and talk. And then becoming curious of how the image arises. Sometimes it's clear and distinct. Sometimes it passes away quickly. Sometimes it hangs out for a while. And the words, sometimes it's just one word or a sentence to notice that. And you're gonna notice that sometimes the images are clear and distinct. Sometimes they're vague. Sometimes the words or sentences can be a kind of mumbling all the way to a, a, a very clear, distinct words and sentences. When the mind is, is really sharp in its mindfulness, it can get to the point where you can notice the emerging, the forming of a thought. The, the, the very beginning of the forming of an image. Or sometimes just catching just the beginning aspect 
of, of, of hearing that word. In order to help sensitize you to that, I want to just do a little experiment here as you're, you're sitting there too. Um, I invite you to actually bring to mind um, an image, the image of a red rose. And when you bring to mind the image of a red rose, you might have a sense of kind of where you see it. So you might see it, for example, in front of your eyes, or it might feel like it's appearing somehow behind the eyes. And what I invite you to do when you conjure up this red rose right now is just this sensitivity of the kind of location where you see it, because then we can have a sensitivity that images might arise or emerge in that kind of space. And of course that space can change. Sometimes it is uh, in front of the eyes, behind the eyes, it can be many different places. But sensitizing yourself to this image space. And now taking a moment to to sensitize yourself to what I'd say is the quote-unquote space within which you hear this internal dialogue. For example, if you say the words, red rose, you might get a feeling sense right now of where you hear them. might sound as if it's in the back of your head, in between your ears. For some people it's towards the jaw and mouth. Simply noticing that. And then letting that go. And and just a few more points about this realm of of bringing mindfulness, bringing bringing this quality of attention. Uh, Back to those those experiences when the, the mind, when the thinking just feels like a freight train. Often when this happens, what I find helpful is, uh, um, this can be done both in sitting and walking meditation and the sitting meditation, I not only am labeling what's going on, planning or judging, is I take a moment to actually open up my eyes and look around to cut some of the momentum. Not as a way of avoiding or pushing away the thinking, but it sometimes has so much momentum if if I cut it with another strong experience, like a visual experience, and then come back into my, my meditation practice with eyes closed, it can help cut the momentum because then I can have a little bit more mindfulness if it arises again. You might want to play with that just as a way of navigating when it feels like this freight train. And actually just to refine this a little bit more, if it's a big freight train, what I'll do is I'll open up my eyes I bring my attention back inward for a while. And then after a minute, I open up my eyes again. This is for the big freight trains. (laughs) And then come back. So again, it's, it's helping cut the momentum. 
And then I make sure that I have this curiosity about this thinking process. So I'm not using this tool I gave you as a way of avoiding again, or as a way of creating um, uh, an enemy out of thinking. And within that is the second point I wanna um, also make is, again, being aware of the attitude of the mind. How is the mind liking the thinking, wanting more of it? Is it trying to fight with it? Is it trying to utilize it to, to check out? Noticing the relationship to thinking. This is such a powerful arena for our meditation because what I've noticed is that this often is where our home is. You might notice we live so much in the world of description. This is a a wonderful chance to start to become aware of it, to know how to utilize thinking when we need to, but as a way of stopping uh, making it our home. Let's move into the silence together.
Where is the mind right now? If it's lost in thought, to notice the nature of that thinking. Planning, remembering. If it was an image or words or both. And then continuing with this mindfulness.
We now have some time if you have any questions or comments about the practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.